0: But let's shift our focus now to the task at hand, and that's going out to LA. You're going to be with the team uh, as they take on the Chargers. What have you seen from the Chargers? They're a team with a lot of potential, a lot of talent. One of the best young quarterbacks in the NFL, and Justin Herbert. But they're four and four, and they lose. They continually lose games that they shouldn't lose, and their defense is really good.
1: Yeah, they they always seem to make a couple mistakes here and there that are like, "What the hell are you doing?" You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, having a lead yep. and going forward on fourth and four from your own 20 yard line late in the game it's like, OK, right. A little bit risky, a little bit aggressive. Uh, but you're right. I mean, I look at the talent and these are always kind of tough games to uh, to scout, to try to get into a rhythm of because you only play these teams once every four years, uh, you know, with the cross division or the cross conference. Um, these aren't familiar teams. Um, so you're going to have to dive in a little bit more to the scouting part of it, to the trying to pick up on you know, the tendency part of it, because you, you haven't played Justin Herbert, right? And that luckily, coming off a of bye week, I know the coaches probably put in not only a ton of time self-scouting themselves and the issues that they have and corrections they need to make, but a couple extra days on seeing what, what you can do against the Chargers. I, I look at them. I think, you know, defensively, I think it's a really good defense. I do. They can get after the passer. I yeah. think they're second in the league uh, in sacks. You've got Bosa. You've got Khalil Mack. You've got the rookie, uh, t- t- <laughs> Tui Pololo, I want to yeah, say. Good, <laughs> I, good, yeah, yeah. We I, know what I, you're talking about. I get yeah. those names. I butcher the hell out of those names. Yeah. He's a hell of a pass rusher. Uh, they've got Morgan Fox is a guy that I think he's got five and a half sacks, kind of a third down. They can get after the passer. If you, if you let them, you know, get you into second and longs and third and longs and uh, you know, a 10-point, a you know, a two-score drought uh, where you have to be one-dimensional, they can they can make you pay. They can make you hurt. Uh, they're a solid tackling team, man. Eric Hendricks and um, Kenneth Murray, linebackers, yeah. Derwin, Derwin James, one of the best safeties in the league. I look at their defense and I say, they're pretty damn good. Like, this is going to be a challenge uh, offensively. You look at their offense, though, and you say, yes, Herbert is uh, a hell of a quarterback. He's a very legit guy. He's got a cannon for an arm. I just don't really see an identity when it comes to their offense right now. It kind of looks like they just kind of run it once in a while to try to, you know, keep you honest, honest. but they want to throw the ball, uh, you know, 80% of the game. And hell, if you got Justin Herbert, I mean, it'd be hard to kind of deviate from that, anyways. But if you take away the deep shots, if you take away the big plays, I think that's something that this Chargers team relies on. They want to rely on getting the ball downfield, uh, trying to get the ball over your safety heads. If you're able to keep everything in front of you, and say, you know what, we're willing to surrender some yards, uh, you know, between the 20s. And when we get in the red zone, we're just going to try to lock you up and try to, you know, really stifle down on defense. I think that's got to be the plan when you play against this Chargers team, because they're going to be they've got to put, uh, you know, plenty of potential and plenty of talent. When you talk about Keenan Allen, when you talk about Austin Eckler, uh, guys that can be explosive as hell if you just keep them in front of you, uh, it's going to be okay, right? And there's always – I go back to kind of a game, you know, last year. I think it was maybe Minnesota the second time we played them at home. And, I mean, Justin Jefferson was going off for, you know, 230 yards, I think it was, but you, you, you lock down in the red game. zone, right? It's Bro. like I don't give a shit how many yards you get. As long as we keep you the field goals, as long as we keep you out of the end zone, man, we're going we, to have a great chance to win this game. I kind of look at this game as being similar. I don't think you're going to go out there and completely stymie Uh, this Chargers offense, but the situational football is going to have to be at a premium. You're going to have to be really good on third downs. You're going to have to be really good uh, in the red zone and you're going to really have to be good at taking care of the football. That's something that we obviously saw last time we saw this team they got away with it now with the three turnovers we saw against the Raiders. Um, You're kind of playing with fire a little bit when you start playing some of these better, more talented teams. Uh, One, one turnover, two turnovers, certainly three turnovers is not, yeah, it's going to be absolutely uh, lethal to what you're trying to do, especially offensively. So I think I look at all those three aspects and I say, Lions are going to have to find a way to improve. Now we know the turnovers, you know, have, kind of been an issue, right? Haven't really bit him in the ass yet, yeah. but that's something you got you to gotta, you gotta nip in the butt real quick, man. Like you cannot keep uh, continuing down that trend and obviously the red zone. The offense is going to have to find a way to start executing better. I, I don't want to say, you know, more creativity because I think we've seen that at times. We saw it last game, you know, they called a kind of double pass yeah. and Amon just didn't see it. And,
0: and he said that it when they ran it in practice, they went from uh amon Ross St. Brown's reads were from the outside in and i think it was i think it was Josh Reynolds was the outside yep. receiver he was covered and he just didn't go inside to uh, was a Khalif Raymond that yeah, was, it was wide Kalief, open yeah. he just didn't go from 1 to 2 which you would expect a quarterback to do i'm not sure i want amon Ross St. Brown <laughs> no, you don't want going him reading, reading the defense
1: or third read yeah especially with no so, blockers out yeah, there i That's,
0: get it and you know the but the coaching point there would have been okay if it's not there throw the damn ball right you
1: throw it i think that's i think it's really three options on that play it's a first option if reynolds open you throw it Second option, if you got room, you run it. Third option, nothing throw there, away. throw it away, right? Um, and that was a big play in that game because it took him from second and one, I think, back to like third and 12. Yeah, You know, those are killers in the red zone, man. Those are hard to hard to, uh, hard to pick up. But I, I want to see, I think, a little bit more quick hitters down in the red zone, right? I think the last couple of games, especially going back, watching the film, there's a lot of kind of these long-developing counter plays and long-developing maybe draw plays that – Like, I want to see him get downhill a little bit more because you don't really have time in the red zone with the safeties now, you know, playing seven, eight yards off. Right. The corners, everything's kind of compacted. You don't really have a time, a lot of time to let those long developing plays uh, develop, you know. And So I think that might be a change we see uh, a little bit this week. And also, I want to see, you know, if there's if they can find ways to. You know, try to utilize one on ones more. You know, how can you get Laporta split out, uh, you know, wide with maybe a one on one chance against the safety or a linebacker, right? And utilize uh, his skill set. I think those are going to be some things uh, definitely to look for this week, but they're going to have to get better in the red zone. This is a team against the Chargers where. Yeah, you, you keep settling for too many field goals again, I think that's going to be kind of the recipe for the Chargers as well uh, to sneak out a win. So we're going to see what kind of improvements they've made. We're going to see what kind of self-scouting they've done. Uh, it'll be interesting for me, John, really offensively speaking uh, to see what kind of tendency breakers we see this week, because I, I, I I don't want to say teams have really been locking in on the offensive game plan or their execution, but you can start to see a lot of patterns developing with this offense, and, hey, every time they do this, they do that uh, type of issue. So I want to see what kind of wrinkles Ben Johnson has uh, coming out of the bye week this week.
0: Well, here's here's a wrinkle I'd like to see down in the red zone, especially you know this team is going to get healthy. Offensive line should be back to full strength. Frank is back. Jonah Jackson's back. Uh, Graham Glasgow has earned the right to, to, to have that starting right guard job. So you're going to be at full strength. You get Montgomery back in the backfield. I would love to see them split everybody out. Have Montgomery in the backfield, but then you've got Laporta, as you mentioned, split out. How do they match up with that defensively? Uh, Jameer Gibbs, split him out. I would love to see him uh, matched up on a linebacker. Then you've got Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, you have the opportunity. If you want to go and split everybody out, then you throw DPJ in there as another red zone target. You can split everybody out. And if you know, have the 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 run play action or the the run pass option at the line of scrimmage, and then it's up to Jared Goff to get the team in the best play possible. Yeah, if they're split out, hey, hand it off to Montgomery. Let him quick hitter, pound it on the inside or pick out one of those matchups on the outside, the most favorable matchup. If you got Jameer Gibbs with the linebacker, if you've got uh, you know, Sam Laporta with the linebacker, if you like the matchup because Amon Ross A. Brown is your best receiver for a reason. Throw them the damn ball. Yeah. And 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 make it happen. So and, and even at midfield, I think that's an option to be able to get Jameer Gibbs and Montgomery on the field at the same time with Laporta, with uh, you know, the, the weapons that they have amon Ross St. Brown. I I too am looking for this offense in the second half of the season to be much more creative now that they have confidence in uh, Jameer Gibbs, that they can get him the ball in a number of different ways and let him go out there and play. You don't want to hold him back. You don't want to limit his touches just because Montgomery's there, but Montgomery should be able to complement what Gibbs is doing or vice versa. And then all of a sudden it takes all of the pressure off of JMO. And you could use him as you see fit, get him in the game. And Dan Campbell has mentioned this before. They're not asking him or or even wanting him to go out there and blow the top off and say, this is my coming out party. Nine catches, 200 yards, a Justin Jefferson type of game, like you mentioned earlier. But all of a sudden, you start hitting all of these other targets.